Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I'm burn as heck, but I'm also Chase Bunker. (laughs) Joining me today, he is the half-Asian sensation, it's Curtis Coe. Hello everyone. One name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. How's it going guys? Player four this week, it's Daniel Clegg. Hello friends. Alright, whether you're watching us on... Uh, YouTube, Screw Attack, Let's Play Society, a whole bunch of other sites, or if you're actually listening to us at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those other sites, thank you for making us a part of your day. If you're listening, I'm sunburnt as all crap. Like, good lord, and I put in sunscreen. And hey, everything just, just sing, like stings. Let's let's just go with a color. I think you kind of look like a Twizzler right now. Murph, or what do I look like right now? I would say you are a lobster that has been dipped in food dye. All right. <laughs> Clegg, take your take your hit. You're like a, a lovely strawberry, Chase. I'll take Strawberries that. Strawberries are my favorite. Thank just you. letting you know. <laughs> yeah. You're as red as my nose right now because I'm getting sick. So. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, Murph, also thank you again for joining me last week for Ultra Mega Collaboration 9001. That was yeah. a lot of fun especially talking about Latte No Mocha. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out that episode to find out what Latte No Mocha is. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was probably the best moment of the show, was just literally doing that. All right. We got lots to talk about. Such a short time span. <laughs> it's a semi-plug. I don't, is it, are you laughing at me because of the face or the stupid plug? Uh, a little of both. I hate you both. All <laughs> right. Um, first off, we'll start small. We'll end big. First off, News that I'm excited for. Uh, Project Ukulele has been announced. It has a Kickstarter, and the game will be called Ukulele. It will be made by Playtronic Games, and it's all the same people that did Donkey Kong Country and Banjo-Kazooie, and it was already funded in 40 minutes. So, guys, what do you think of Ukulele, and what do you think of games like this getting kickstarted? We'll start it off with the Kickstarter expert himself, Murph Murphy. Wow, that's, uh, huh... Uh, all right. I, well, actually, I have two contentions. One with that title, having not run a Kickstarter, and two, I thought 3D platforming was dead, and I'm I'm okay with it staying in its grave. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I I'm, looking, I'm trying to look up the numbers right now. What what the latest is? Like last I checked, like it was two, two million for that game. Is that two million right now? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's about two million. Wow. Actually, it's I, at one point three pounds, but I don't know what the conversion is. Yeah, or is that euros? Euros. I think it's in pounds. Anyways, Murph. Uh, but yeah, like I maybe this is just because of my personal experience, and if you like three D platformers, good on you. But I never liked them. I kind of hate jumping in three D, which this I've looked at the Kickstarter video, and it kind of seems like that's going to be a major mechanic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I didn't like Banjo Kazooie, so this is not the Kickstarter for me. If you don't, if or didn't like Banjo Kazooie, that's that's it perfectly. You're not gonna like this game because it looks just like that game. Exactly. Which for a lot of fans of that franchise is gonna be great, right? I think there were two previous games: Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Two. Yeah, three. And three. Don't, we three. don't count okay. nuts and bolts. We do not count nuts and bolts. It's at about 1.5 million, just for reference. Okay. Curtis. The U.S. dollars. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, unlike Murph, I don't have, hate 3D platformers with a burning passion. 
Um, I enjoy them. Uh, I, you know, I still every once in a while will play Sly Cooper, which I, you know, yeah, I think is one of the fun. pinnacles. But like going back and playing Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Kazooie is kind of one of those games that is very good for its time. But I'm a little worried that this one's still kind of running like it's on the N64. You know, if you know what I mean, it's kind of there's something about it. I was watching the videos and everything, and it reminded me very much of an N64. Um, platform like, like you think they're going too old school to yeah to that nostalgia I think, feel i think especially the issue with 3d platformers is there's a difference between nostalgia and good gameplay i think sly cooper runs that that really nice line where it acknowledges that things have changed since the n64 platform but it still you know keeps kind of that old school like you have to jump just right and a certain thing to do it but not so unforgiving that if you miss it by like a quarter of an inch, you're going to die um, or something like minor like that. But, you know, I'm always happy to see something a little different get kickstarted and I hope it does well. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited for it because I love <sighs> I like Banjo-Kazooie and I love Banjo-Tooie. And I think ultimately enough, like what what it being funded in 40 minutes showed us was that we really needed a banjo Banjo-Kazooie 3, and we're not going to include Nuts and Bolts because everybody even knew from the get-go Nuts and Bolts was just not going to be a good game. It wasn't the same people that was making it. It's a completely different concept than all the others. It was well, essentially the Dragon Age 2 of you know, the series. Wow. Hold on. As a defender of Dragon Age 2 and no, I've, we're going to get in a fight then. I'll have Curtis yeah. represent me. Uh, <laughs> Feel free to make things rhyme like Cochran. Alright. No. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Look, if a, if a dragon bit, you must acquit. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I, from what I, I – this is all, you know, third-hand. But I heard that some people really do like Nuts and Bolts because of the way that it deviated from its formula. Because it was more, like, vehicle-based. I guess if if Banjo-Kazooie was uh, – is Angry Birds uh, – the the piggies game is is nuts and bolts if i'm if i'm mixing my metaphors nah, I'll, I'll i'll buy that but i mean i but yeah i don't oh not, not to derail because i've already kind of written this i, I have i'm not going to back this game so okay. i'm just gonna i'm gonna step back yeah I'm, I'm excited for it and the one thing i think that the one thing i'm kind of worried about is the writing because i don't know how they're gonna do the writing of it yet and i don't know if they brought in the writers cause that's what I, that's one thing i loved about banjo tooie was the fact that it was like it was 90s humor. It was adult, but when you're with your kid, it just flew right over you. Like in Banjo-Tooie, you had to abduct aliens, and Kazooie goes, hey, where's your green card? I didn't understand that when I was a kid, but I played it the other day, and I'm like, this is funny. I enjoyed this game. Siemens Brew, all the like the jokes they had, like the effeminate, uh, the effeminate little, oh, 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 uh, Jolly Roger, I think that's who it was. But yeah. <laughs> um, really quickly, I think Murphy brought up that the... We were, that we were talking this a little bit before filming that the the goal was pretty low, wasn't it? Like a hundred seventy five thousand, if I remember. Yeah. yeah, and that's like nothing. That's because uh, I mean they've got a fairly sizable team. I mean it's still small compared to some. Like I think in the video I saw four or five people, maybe. Right. And you know you figure three hundred thousand for per year per person. To, like they're gonna burn through that and hope if they can they they yeah they've got about a year maybe less yeah they're talking to, uh, October 2016 mm. wow yeah. that's fast year and a half yeah that's a fast turnaround mm. well I think that, that is... they've had like 
I think they've like thought about it. Like, all right, we already know what we want. We already know what we want to do. Granted, they also put out. Excuse me. They already put out some game, not gameplay footage, but they put out some footage, which means they've been working on it for a little bit. So we don't know I mean, how much they have accomplished. Do you, do you think that maybe this is a bit of a smaller game too? Maybe not very. I mean, I'm looking at it, and they're saying like for ten euros you get a copy. I mean, that's that's not a lot of money for even a you know. A I mean, that's about what game. fifteen in American. It's yeah, it's about fifteen, 15 to twenty. American, I, I mean. Believe. That's how much amplitude was going to be like if we backed that. Like it would have been fifteen dollars, we would have gotten it. Yeah, I mean so. that's a that's a mid-sized indie release. Like that's mm-hmm. so, yeah. that seems correctly priced. I yeah. hope it is okay. a little cheaper. You know, if they can put a little less into the overall lifespan of the game, but really tighten up and make sure the quality of the game they do deliver is really high. You know, make it a mm-hmm. twenty twenty or thirty dollar game. That's fine. Why not? Yeah. I mean, and it looks attractive too. I'm sorry, I'm cutting into Clegg's time. I apologize. No, you're good. That's that's what I wanted to say. You know, I don't I don't need it to be. I don't need every game to be a sixty dollar, fifty hour long experience. Yeah. You know. Is um are they are they talking about consoles at all? Yes. Yes. They're they, talking about is, going wide. Uh, right now, they want to go to Windows. Uh, looks like Mac, Linux, Xbox One, PS4, and Wii U is what they want. See if it happens, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, those are their stretch goals, though, of course. Uh, the first goal is automatically on Steam, which yeah. shouldn't be too difficult for <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't see where their stretch goal is, where they want to get to. I thought I thought they accomplished all their stretch goals. Yeah, they did. So they gotten all the way up on their stretch goals. Um, and they, they, it's looking like a simultaneous release on Wii U, Xbox One, PlayStation 4. Um yeah, I mean, that's less impressive now, but still impressive. I think that's yeah. yeah. It's, it sounds like they might have another backer though. I mean, because that's such a minor, minor they amount could. of money. I mean, excuse me. All right, we shall see. Know. But um, we'll keep we'll keep everyone posted as you know the game keeps getting updated. Like they still have like what forty five days, forty days left to forty one. Forty one days, yeah. Like they'll probably make maybe three million. By the end of it, at least. Could be. Uh, well, that's the issue, though. Um, sometimes we've seen when they stop doing stretch goals, the it stops kind of going any higher. Than yeah. That. And they, it seems like they've run out of stretch goals for now. So I don't expect it to go much higher than two. Yeah. But I mean that they might. Uh, you never, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to do the two-player co-op. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. One one person controls the bat. One person controls the lizard. I mean, they talk. Like, that's funny. It's like Rare wanted to do that originally. They wanted to have Banjo Tooie to have, be co-op, but I think they also had a mode where it was. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they actually called it. But you were going to be bottles, bottles as ghost, and Banjo Tooie, and you had to possess all the enemies and attack. So like, that was that was kind of interesting. It kind of reminds me of old school Donkey Kong Country, where one of you would play Diddy and one would play Donkey. Yeah, oh, it's made by the same people. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Music was great. Like I loved hearing Grant Kirkhope's like little sample. So I yeah. thought that was cool. Anyway, um, hmm. what are you looking so, up? So I was looking at Kick Track, which is a usual, uh, a pretty useful kind of tool that kind of pre- you know predicts how well a Kickstarter will do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's saying it's going towards thirteen million. Well, oh, wow. pounds. 
pounds. We'll we'll see if it stays yeah. on track. That I assume the algorithm that site uses is at the current rate. This is what it will make mm. if it continues at that current rate. Generally, I mean, generally it it takes into account that like yeah, there's a there's a bump at the beginning and then a bump at the end. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's not a it doesn't assume a constant rate. Granted, I'm not a I'm not a Kickstarter ep- expert, but it kind of reminds me of when Amplitude was getting kickstarted. Like there was a massive bump when it first started, and then it just went f- idle. Excuse me, gosh, I can't. I guess I'm burping today. Not I'm burnt and I'm burping. Ooh. I'm yep. burping. Um, there was like this plateau without most of it, and then like the last five days it just spiked. So and that yeah. dog agrees too. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Your dog's just you know siding with me because your dog loves. 3D platformers, so we'll see. <laughs> and it's also magic because you probably cut its testicles off. I like 3D platformers. Oh, there go your balls. <laughs> yes, Chase, you nailed it. Yep, oh, nailed it. God. All so right. Awkward. It's not that awkward. Moving along, um, some cool footage came out. Not I say footage, but like a nice picture came out posted of the Suicide Squad. Which depicted yeah. pretty much everybody else but Joker, and then like of course we saw like the Joker's like look like much earlier in the week. Guys, what stood out to you? Uh, we'll start off with Clyde. Um Harley Quinn uh, obviously stood out. Um, I like it. She she looks like the uh, video game character from the Arkham series. Yeah. Right? Like visually, the style is very similar. So I like that. Uh, I I liked Will Smith's. Uh, outfit as he's dead shot, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thought Correct. it looked, looked pretty slick. Um, I'm not super familiar with all of the other characters. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, know, there's, there's I very Killer Croc from, from the video game series. Yeah. Um, and he looks way different, obviously, because he's way more humanoid and way less, you know, mega crocodile hulkish sort of character. Um, but honestly, I, I don't know who a lot of these other characters are, so it's really hard to say. Like when I saw the uh, the outfit for Star Lord before Guardians came out, I mean it looked cool, but I have nothing else to compare it to, yeah. right? Because yeah. I, I I wasn't super familiar with the, with that comic series, so so far so good. But I don't know. We'll uh, see. Murph, uh, it, everything just looks like dirty and gross, and maybe that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. A, I'm not in love with the aesthetic. Uh, also, the what is it, samurai there in the bottom? Oh yeah, uh, katana. I, I think that's what her name that's is. That's katana. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of. I think I've seen better cosplayers at conventions. Uh, <laughs> Bring in the sass, Murph Murphy. I, I, I know. Snap. But um, and, and the other, and I got one other one negative thing is if you, you hire Will Smith, you know, you know, distinctive looking. Uh, well-known movie star, and then you put a, a full-body costume on top of him. Yeah, I I agree with that, and I'm again I'm not so familiar with his character, but I'm hoping he's sort of charismatic and quippy because that's what Will Smith is really good at. <sighs> no, Deadshot not. is not and really. West Gotham, I, born I mean, and he he can be, but not Will Smith style. You know, <sighs> not Big Willie style. No, and some of their other choices I think is a little odd, uh, but I'll, I'll get into that when it's my turn. To I mean, these are all first impressions, right? We really have no yeah. idea. Yeah, like the, I, I mean, I these are all just weird pictures. It's weird to put Will Smith in a mask the entire time. Maybe he takes it off often, a la Spider-Man in all the Spider-Man movies, because you got to show Spider-Man's face, even though it makes no sense to not wear your mask all the time. You know, Maybe they do that. Granted, to be fair, 
Ryan Reynolds is a big, you know, actor, and he's playing Deadpool, and he's in a full body suit. But they're doing something very special with Deadpool, where they're uh, they're going to animate the eyes. Okay. Yeah, and like Ryan, Re- yeah, I'm not, I'm not super in love with the Deadpool decision either. Like, I'm sure Ryan Reynolds has the correct personality, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think um, I think he'll do fine to be. Honest. I think he'll do fine. Yeah. It's suicide. Like this is the movie I'm kind of worried about because one, Jared Leto's a Joker, and I love Jared Leto, and I don't want him to be like the George Clooney of Jokers. Like can I don't. We, can we talk about? Can we talk about that picture for a second and how awful that picture was? It's Ooh. no, like they said. I think they said that the tattoos aren't going to be on it, which is good because I thought that there was a little bit much. I thought all of it was a little too much. Like he just. He looked weird. Granted, looked I've really never weird. read Suicide Squad. I, I, I barely think, know a thing I, about it. I think Joker is supposed to make you uncomfortable, though, and I think that I of all the things like that I am I, I dislike about this. I think I'm actually okay with the Joker. Like it's not it's you're not supposed to. He's supposed to be disquieting, and this and that and they have done it. And well, also like. I think if you look at Jared Leto, I think he'll do a great job just because of the fact that, like, I've like if you look at some of the movies that he's done, he really gets into character, and I think that he could do that. Now, I say that, and I hope he doesn't kill himself later because, like, even Jack Nicholson said, yeah, you get a little uh, disillusioned when you're done. But, but sure. I mean, the, the issue I have is, is what Murph was talking about with the aesthetic. Just the picture alone, you know, there's a picture out online where they took all the crap out, you know, they took his like teeth caps metal teeth caps and kind of washed out his palate and took off the tattoos and he still looked creepy as heck yeah so i'm not worried necessarily about the actor i'm just not crazy about the aesthetic of him mm-hmm. yeah like he yeah. still looks creepy and i think that he's going to do great i just I, aesthetic i, I think it's for. really going to come down to how he portrays the character and how he emotes because people said the same sort of stuff we're saying now about heath ledger when he did the joker and that turned That's out true. fantastic so yeah. it's really going to depend on the aura he gives off and how he emotes. So I'm, I'm looking at the the full cast picture right now, or whatever that's been floating around, and and it, this, and then like I think I, Kitana is okay. It's not as bad as I remember, but everything is it's muddy. It, it's got that like N64 quality to it's, it. It's where... kind of gritty. Like I don't want to say gritty, but like it's that's, that's the right word. Okay. That's right. Okay, yeah, that's that's it, the theme they go for in DC movies nowadays. Yeah, it's very I don't, I, gritty. No, this isn't like there. You can be gritty and still have like sharp contrast. Mm-hmm. Like everything seems to like blend together. And like for example, you've got Croc and I don't know who the other guy. El Diablo. Guy the, right. Is that a character? Apparently, it's a character. It's like why are you I getting mean, like the guy from Hostel to do this? Mm-hmm. It's like, like... They, but I mean, those characters look the same. Um, yeah, there's like, a lot just, of us. Like they just look yeah. the same, and then like you go over and there's the the girl in the back. Is it a, I don't know the person in the background with the kind of the moon on her head? Yeah, that's uh, oh that's, that's um like the, the no I, I mean forget. but the color her color palette just literally blends into the wall and into that guy's jacket. Yeah, like it, like the one thing like the one qualm I had like first off I'm happy that they had Killer Croc in it because I've always yeah. wanted to see Killer Croc in a movie and I think that. He could be good. Could be. However, oh, yeah. he looks like one of the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie. 
that's a good point. That's like, a good point. It's like, make him... I guess maybe it's because the game ruined me. Make him bigger. Make him scarier. Like, Killer Croc is a menacing guy. Like, he's a giant guy, too. But, you know, I think they're going for more of a realistic approach, which is the issue. He doesn't look very Croc-like to me. He looks very, almost like, sandpapery. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. He has a strange texture to his face, and it doesn't seem to be very uniform, like I would expect, kind of like a crocodile. And he doesn't have the kind of the enlarged snout, which I'd like to see. Yeah. Like, but... I don't know which direction they're going to take this movie, because I can picture this being, like, almost like an Expendables kind of movie, where it's just, like, a lot of action, um, you know, not, like, you know, dark and brooding, but it's, like, everybody's having Whoa. fun, doing chaos, and blah, 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 America. Do we do we even know what they're doing? I mean, no, like, we just, are, who they, are they stopping? <laughs> no, like, here's the funny thing. Like like I said, I didn't know who uh, any of the characters were. Or I never read Suicide Squad, so I barely knew any of the people that were in it. And so when IGN posted the article of, oh, this is who everybody is, and they go, number one, Slipknot. I'm like, ha, that's funny because they're all practically wearing masks, and that's what Slipknot does. Then I was like, oh, wait, they actually have a character named Slipknot. Slipknot now I can't yeah. take this seriously. Yeah. And I hate to say this is just a, a kind of a trend on I'm stoked about Marvel movies almost immediately. There's not a Marvel movie in the lineup that I am not stoked about. Mm -hmm. Every DC movie I kind of have reservations about. I think everyone's in the same boat you yeah. are. Because see, DC that's, that's has not time to prove himself yet. That's that's funny, though, because whenever I hear about a DC TV show, I'm always more interested, generally speaking, than Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, because they have a better track record on TV than they do on movies. Yeah. They've proven that they can do okay TV. But, <laughs> yeah. but like, this, and mark my words, it's going to be this one and Batman and Superman. If both those movies fail, there will be no DC movie universe. I don't see either movie failing, though. They're gonna yeah, but fine. I mean, like, Wait, they're let's just define powerful. failing. Let's define failing yeah. first. Like, not I, making a lot of about... money or not making or not being a good movie. Uh, I, I think I, failure could just be they don't make as much money as they think they are going to make. I, I think a downward slide is what we're looking for, purely. You like Batman v Superman is going to do well. It's going to do well, obviously. Yes. But if Suicide Squad comes up after Batman v Superman, let's say Batman v Superman's awful. Okay, just for kicks. Hypothetical. Yeah. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. It probably won't be, but hypothetically, okay. uh, it's not a good movie. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't connect with the audience. People aren't really excited about it. And then we go into Suicide Squad, and it does okay, but nowhere near anything of what they're expecting it to. I think we're going to see them kill this kind of movie, any type of secondary movie. Uh, and if, you know, the second, you know, the Justice League movie doesn't do well, it's going to be all dead. I, I think your install base of DC fans, simply by existing, makes that an impossibility. I disagree completely. There's too many DC fans. There's too many comic book I, fans in general. You're even going to get Marvel fans going in to see a DC but movie. I absolutely disagree with that because a lot of the DC fans hated Man of Steel. But they still went how. to go see it. But it, it wasn't at nearly as high as they thought it was going to be. They even saw they, Batman and Robin. Yeah, I mean, like, they saw it, but those movies did not do amazing in terms of sales. Uh, they did not people, hit their marks. People are still going to go. People are people, still, I mean, I go. agree with Clegg. Like, yeah, people are still going to go. But, like, at what point 
do you really like kind of shut them down like that's the thing because like the thing is man of steel is a good movie like i enjoyed man of steel like it's not the it's not the greatest it's not avengers it's not winter soldier it's not guardians like dc is still trying to like work its way up like let's face it marvel had some bad movies as well let's not forget fantastic four they're daredevil or dare oh gosh daredevil that wasn't bad but i just that ending <laughs> Kurt, there's, there's I, Curtis and I remember because we went through a streak of yeah. we went what was it we saw Daredevil and then we saw like X two like the week after we're just like uh, we're just getting yeah, well, really X2 disappointed. X two was good. X two was good, but the yeah. end. No, it was X. You're thinking X three. No, X two because it was the because okay. we were depressed about Jean Grey. Yeah, but it still was a good movie. It's X2 still was good. Like, was yeah. a really solid. But <laughs> anyway. anyway. Sorry about childhood. The day they stop making DC movies is as soon as it stops making as much as it costs them to make the movie which isn't gonna happen and that's what i'm saying is what if it does what if it does what if it makes what if they're expecting you know uh batman v superman to make 700 million and it pulls 300 million but they won't cost it won't cost them 700 million to make the movie yeah but if they're making 50 million like that's it that's all they're making on top of that movie yeah they're gonna shut that kind of thing down i mean hard making the movie might not be expense as expensive but they'll the marketing is where they they spend a lot of a lot of lot a lot of money yeah i mean sometimes do you really need to like put a lot of money into marketing if you just say justice league yes Yes, always 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 yeah Ninety-five percent of people, ninety-nine percent of people, have no idea there's a Justice League movie coming out. Exactly. We all know because why wouldn't we? But most exactly. people don't know. They have well, no idea. And, and also think about our opinions of Ant Man when we saw the first trailer and then the second trailer. We were kind of eh when we saw the teaser. The first real trailer came out. We were all like, okay, I'm on board now. Mm-hmm. All right. So. um... I hope it's good. That's all I have to say because I like this superhero trend. And uh, what was it? I saw. I was with somebody. I think we were watching It Follows or something. They're like, I'm really tired of the superhero trend. I'm like, so long have you hated America, terrorist? (laughs) It's great. And I think one thing I love about this whole superhero thing is like, it's a time now, like, I would get bullied and made fun of for liking superheroes, but now it's like a popular thing. It's like, yay, my wedgies weren't for nothing, <laughs> and and so like it's it's kind of like bringing like the mainstream nerdum, and I I kind of like that, even though you have to deal with like some people like this wasn't in the comic, you know those people. But well, you're gonna get that when we talk about Avengers. Yeah. So is all right. Is there anything else we should be talking about before we go into Avenger Time? Adventure <sighs> Time! I don't think so. All right. All right. Well, then, guys, I'm, I'm just going to leave the computer on because I'll be recording, um, but I'm muting my mic. Murph so... has not All seen right. it, so he's so, yes, so Thank you, Murph, for being a part of the show, and Avenger Time! We'll see you later, bud. Bye, Murph. He looks good. He must work out. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we can make fun of Murph because he's not on here anymore. Gone Home, such a terrible, terrible, awful game. How did I know you would say those? Because it's an awful game. Let's. I, I haven't played it enough to know, but I think it was pretty acceptable when I played a little bit of it. Gone Home. Yeah, uh, that was an okay game. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. That's that's another time when he's there and I can I can piss him off. We can we can make fun of each other's uh, favorite games. Okay. All right. So. Avengers. 
It came out. Did. And first off, Clegg, you have it, and it's already. And, and I like to uh, thank both of you for supporting my uh, my, my roster in the movie draft. Uh, ha! I used to pass. Ha! <laughs> there but goes your twelve dollars. Your theater still had to pay for it. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, the theater I went to had to pay for it. Um, I went <laughs> to I went and I watched it on Saturday, and mm-hmm. literally because of the Pacquiao Mayweather fight, it was dead. Really? Yes. Oh, like I... after nine o'clock, it was dead. I'm like, holy crap. Like, people would much rather see this fight between a wife beater and the president of the Philippines than watch Avengers. I hate Mayweather, so I'll make as many jokes as I can. I've already made that's, some. That's nice. But anyways, that's... guys, let's get let's get start with the nitty-gritty. What did you think of Avengers? We'll start off with Curtis. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was as good as Avengers. Clegg? Um, I think Curtis has it right. It was a really, really, really good movie. Uh, but maybe not as good as the first Avengers, and that's not too surprising because that was what the biggest opening of all time—the first Avengers movie. Uh, really, it's really awesome. hard to top that. Yeah, I think like the one thing uh, Joss Whedon said it before he got attacked by feminists. Joss Whedon said it, <laughs> and it was a very good point. It's pretty much the Godfather two of the series because it's a completely different movie. Ooh. I think that's a bad comparison. Well, I mean, both movies were incredibly different. Like, the first one, yeah. it, ha- it had, you know, the formation and everything, and, like, there was just, like, na- action nonstop. Like, this one, the one thing I loved about it, everybody had a role. Like, the first one it was primarily the dialogue between Captain America and Iron Man, some of Colston before, you know, <laughs> died, and then Nick Fury. This one, like, you got to see more of Hawkeye. You got to see more of yeah. Thor, Vision. I think that's the one thing I loved. It was like, you got to see Hawkeye more. Before, I, I really liked the character development yes. on him specifically because yes. there wasn't very much in the in the first movie. And in the last three years, there have been too many uh, jokes about, do we really need uh, Hawkeye? Probably not. What, what, what does that say? Up higher. Up higher. We can't Murph. see where it is. Ultron oh. kills Dumbledore. <laughs> what? What? Spoilers! <laughs> well played, Murph. Well played. Um, what, what was I in the middle of saying? Um, I'm going to laugh if he puts up a picture. Because we got nothing Gone on Holmes Hawkeye uh, last time yeah. in the first movie, so it was really nice to see um, I mean, this sort of contrived story that sort of came out of nowhere, but that was kind of nice, you know? Yeah. I, I like. It's no way in comparison to the first Avengers. Because I think the first Avengers was really cool because we didn't know what to expect. In this one, we already like had such high hopes, and I think that could have been why we weren't as satisfied. Yeah, I, definitely. I think the dialogue was still pretty good. Yeah, um, it was hilarious. Yeah, I love so that much. Great. I, I yeah. love the language joke. I know a lot of people didn't love it, but I thought it was hilarious. I thought that was good. That which, was a nice one. Was the language wait, wait, Cap, joke? In the beginning, he's like. Uh, Iron Man's like, what words can I say, Chase? Oh yes, I mean, just just he was like, no. Oh yeah, there's a shield. Yeah, no bleep. It's like uh, language. Like, is really yeah, nobody they gonna make fun of them? Do the whole movie for it, and that's uh-huh. something you got. We've done for years to each other. Yeah, like, like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Like that, that was like a fun little quip there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, there's a bunch of fun moments. I think the one thing I was I was curious about it first. But then, like, like the trailer made it look like there was, like, a massive internal conflict, and, like, it was just going to lead up into Civil War. Yeah. But it was the, the Hulk fighting 
um, Iron Man. Like Iron that, Man trailers. Mm-hmm. Like, that was cool. Like, at first I'm like, okay, whatever, like, it's gonna be, you know, good. But, like, this was just, like, holy crap. Like, it was... That was a super badass fight. That scene. was. Yeah, it really was. I think it that really was, was probably on par. You know, in Avengers 1, there was that moment, right, where they're all in a circle. And then that they're doing that huge lineup scene where they're, like, doing the circle, the 360 shot, and they're yeah, all, like, getting Reloading ready or getting ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this one, there's that scene where they're all around the reactor. Mm-hmm. And they're just brawling. And there's that scene where they're all doing different stuff. And you can see everything that's happening in the background. Like, Vision is tearing people apart in the air with Iron Man shooting yes. people. And it was, like, mm-hmm. it was just one of those, like, oh, an orgy of violence. Just so good at that particular one. And let, but, let's also let's not forget, like James Spader was actually really good in that movie. Yes. Um. But my issue was I don't understand what the heck he was doing. I'm gonna be mean, and I I just don't get it. What was his plan? Like he was gonna drop the city on the Earth like a meteor. He made all those meteor comments but, previously. But why? What was because the point? Ultron was made to bring peace, and he thought peace through means of destruction so he meant to like pretty much eviscerate the entire human race and then populate it with a bunch of ultrons so that all the other ultrons will get it on with each other and make many ultrons i mean i i guess so but I, his plan just did not seem very cohesive um well a, he, he was an insane robot yeah yeah, yeah but, i mean why, why uh, here, here's a perfect example okay why did he kidnap black widow um, because he was, I, he was trying to draw them in. Yeah. He wanted them to come f- find him so he could kill them all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. At least that's I guess what that I thought it was. Yeah. I guess I guess that does make a little more sense than I yeah. thought it was. I I, did, I agree with you, Chase. Though I did like James Spader, and I he and I ultimately really. did like the design of Ultron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was quippy and and funny. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. like when he cut that guy's off. Oh, I'm sorry. That's oh, that'll probably be okay. Sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that that was um. Andy Serkis? Yeah. Ulysses Claw. If, yeah, really if you didn't even look, like, you would have completely missed it. Yeah. Right? Yes. He is going to be the villain of the Black Panther movie. Yes. Which someone like said that him. he was Black Panther. Because like, I never read it. Like, I, I've never read any comics, pretty much. And I was like, I, I thought Black Panther was Black Panther. So, to say, like, oh, Ulysses uh, Claw is, you know, oh, Black Panther. That's all they said. It's like, oh... I guess he's going to be the hero, even though he's a bad yeah, weapons he's, dealer. He's the villain. Yeah. Right. The, so there was there was a good amount of Easter eggs. Like, which ones did you guys catch? I mean, there was obviously uh, Claw. What? There was um, Veronica, which was another love interest in the Hulk movie. Apparently, like the f- Asian doctor is somehow related to another character who's in Agents related. of Shield. I think. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like all these other stuff. The, um, the helicarrier, I'm pretty sure, is going to show up tonight at Agents of Shield. Uh, we're filming this on Tuesday, so um, yeah. yeah, like that whole. Hey, by the way, there's a helicarrier that's going to be explained in Agents of Shield tonight. Apparently, according to a lot of people who've seen the episode already. Yeah. But um, also, um, oh, the son's middle name. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, right. oh that was a because that was Quicksilver's yeah, it was Quicksilver's right. name, yeah. mm-hmm. who I dressed up as by the way when I went to the premiere. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I watched also, it again. Yeah, I'm watching it multiple times because I still enjoy uh, it. 
the white-haired guy in the when they were attacking the Hydra base in the beginning is a character from Agents of Shield. Yes, as well. that's what I heard. Oh, and say um, the white-haired guy from what? He was like an older guy that was talking to Baron von Strucker, the guy with the monocle. Oh right, okay, yeah. He's mm-hmm. the character. He's the nobody the surrender. Villain. I'm gonna surrender. I'm gonna surrender. I'm going to surrender. That was yep. hilarious. That was good. <laughs> for that. that was really good. Oh, and the Quicksilver quip when he's like, I tried uh, mind control once. I didn't like it. And he stabs her with the He stabs her yes. in the eye. <laughs> or in the forehead. Great. Yeah, that was That funny. was great. Um, um, what did you guys think of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver? <sighs> okay, so... Can I go first, Chris? Yeah, go, go. It is... Uh, I like Scarlet Witch as an actress, like how she portrayed the character, I suppose. I did not like her powers visually. It was way too Dragon Ball Z for me, where she was twirling her hands around and doing all these weird finger things. It was it was like Dragon Ball Z, and I didn't dig it. Um, and Quicksilver, it was okay. I liked him in X-Men better, you know? Um, and I didn't care when he died, really. I mean, like he went out, he went down for a good cause, saving a kid and saving Hawkeye, who I was sure was going to die. They had developed him so much, and every time they swapped to him during the final fight scene, I was like, "He's going to die! I know he's going to die, and I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be upset when Hawkeye dies." You didn't see that oh, coming. Which, oh, it's Quicksilver. I didn't see that coming. Oh, that's okay though. That was my reaction. <laughs> um. I, I'm actually in the other boat about visually. I actually really dug Quix, uh, Scarlet Witch's uh, hand thing. I thought it was actually pretty cool. Um, but, again, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I didn't care uh, about either of them, to be honest. Um, and it's kind of... Can we get into... Uh, we probably should have... We've, asked, we've already say. spoiled so Yeah, much. we've yeah. already spoiled so yeah, yeah. much. Um, it's kind of the same way I felt like... I felt like the vision, Okay. I thought he was great the entire thing, and I immediately was like, I like this character. Yeah, Paul Bettany did a great job. Um, with and that hammer scene is one of the best scenes in any Marvel movie, where he totally hands him the freaking hammer. Oh yeah, and, and they have the discussion at the end of like, well, if you put the hammer in an elevator, does <laughs> yeah, that make the elevator worthy. The elevator's not worthy. <laughs> I mean, that's like one of the best lines ever. It's true. Um, that was really funny. But the, I. I I really felt like they should have been introduced in their own movie. I'm sorry, I don't think any character should be introduced in the team-up movie. I think it really hurts the movie, and it kind of ends up being a little bit watered down because they only join the team at, like, kind of like, what? I mean, Black Widow and Hawkeye, like, they they didn't have their own movie. They were just kind of there. But they were introduced in other movies. You know what I mean? Like, like you kind of knew she was in the Iron, Iron Man movies a little bit, and I think Hawkeye showed up in one of the Captain in America. Thor. Oh, in he Thor. Okay. Thor. And then so, also I mean, Black Widow was also in a Winter Soldier. Yes, exactly. That was, that was after the first Avengers, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Exactly. Like I don't have a problem with them developing, and like Hawkeye, you know, he wasn't really. I thought it was okay that they didn't really um, go into super detail with him in Avengers, and I think that's why Avengers just worked well, is they're like, you know everything about these characters. We're just going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like they had these moments where they're trying to explain things, and it's like, I don't care. I just don't. I don't care. Right. Um, and I know that's mean, but it's, when you know, when you have a two-and-a-half-hour movie and it's a team-up movie, it should be a team-up movie. Uh, let's Let's talk about 
areas they probably could have cut and maybe added a little more development time into yeah. those two characters. Because had we gotten a little more on Quicksilver, I would have cared about him dying, and a little more on Scarlet Witch, maybe I would have you know, enjoyed her, her powers, which just seemed way too out there, I think, is, is what it, I think, I what think it was. I think they were awesome. I didn't. I didn't like them, but it was. I, I think for our our cutting table, I would get rid of the Thor water vision scene because that didn't make any sense. I didn't understand. Apparently, there's a subplot there. to it. Apparently, that's actually a subplot that's going to be leading up to. It maybe is leading right. up to Ragnarok. Right. Well, everything I hear is that okay. This there are some plot holes. You need to watch the three hour director's cut that hasn't even been announced yet, but it's probably going to happen. Okay, sure. But then take out this scene because it doesn't make any sense without that director's cut. Anything to do with Banner and Black Widow as a couple? I don't care. Again, didn't it came out of nowhere? And it it, yeah, nowhere. it kind of did come out of left field a little bit. So like, I like I forgot that like, oh hey, they're kind of romantically involved. But then again, it's like, yeah, when. When? I, I think that, well, yeah, especially coming off of Winter Soldier when those two were sort of maybe kind of really flirtatious, right? Yeah, but the, I, I always thought they were more as friends. I never really saw, like, the romantic thing going on there either. And I always thought the same way between her, like, her and Hawkeye seemed kind of... Yeah, thing. in the first movie, for sure. Yeah. But now, now that we see he has a wife and kid, yeah. too, that's obviously um, we... dispelled. Yeah, it, okay, so if we had five to five minutes of a director's cut that explained that a little more when they had that initial connection between Hulk and, and Black Widow, then maybe it would have made sense. But yeah, it, it came out of left field for sure. I just didn't like it at all. How else would you dispel the Hulk, though, other than Pretty Girl? Uh, with some sort of weapon. That's a bad idea. Honest. That doesn't. Uh, well, I mean, like either that, or you play something for him, like, um, or you show him a picture of his girlfriend from, you know, Incredible Hulk or something. Hey, you Hulk, this mean? probably will piss you off, but uh, here's your ex. Hope, hope you don't get pissed off. Well, here's I mean, ex. They, did they ever say it was his ex? I don't know. Um, I mean, they were still like a thing in Incredible Hulk. I know that's technically not canon. Yeah, that's not, that's not part of the MCU. Even though Iron Man showed up in that movie, but yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he showed up at the end of that to recruit the Hulk. Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. it potentially is canon. So, I mean, like, that might be something. Or, like, um, some sort of, they hypnotize him or something. You know, it would make sense now that they use Scarlet Witch and they kind of just calm him down that way. Yeah. But the one, you know, like, now, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, the, I, before I actually go into the final question... I thought about this the other day, and I think it's really cool that because Iron Man did so well, and I guess like when they started Iron Man, they had this big, big picture planned. What we're seeing here is like Marvel is creating like this cinematic masterpiece with, oh, we're going to make all these movies, and all these movies are going to later intertwine to this epic yeah. climatic conclusion of the Infinity War Part One and Two, and it's like mm -hmm. in no other company would ever do that. And now it's like, okay, what's that? Except for DC. Except for DC. Because yeah, they're like, oh, this is working. Yeah. Let's try it out. Except, I don't know if this is your point, Chase, but they're not really doing that. Yeah. They're, they're taking shortcuts. Who, Marvel or? DC. Oh, DC, yeah. yeah. They're, DC's taking shortcuts. But, like, with Marvel, they at least, like, they expanded upon it. And, like, the fact that, like, we're getting all these movies. And the fact that we're getting now 
uh, Doctor Strange coming up. You have Captain America Civil War, which is a big part of the series. And then you have, like, Inhumans. Like, people don't know who that is. Black Panther. People barely know who that is besides, uh, you know, a group. Radical, like, another group in America. They're going to be awesome. But, um, They're going to be so awesome. It's, it's just the fact that, like... It's we we get to see all of this, and that's the one thing I'm I'm growing and I'm appreciating more and more is the fact that like this is actually happening, and they're actually taking their time and putting out quality yeah. for this climactic conclusion. Thanos is going to be in. I keep wanting to say Thanatos, but it's not him. Uh, Thanos is literally <laughs> like been teased like. I think was this the third time now in, in like five movies. Yeah, yeah. Avengers. Avengers. So he was in Avengers. He was in Guardians. Guardians, right. and then now this movie. I did, thought. Did I thought they mention him? Thor, maybe. No. I think they mentioned him in Thor. No. I think they did. Me- no, no, because it was so. the collector. Yeah, it was the collector at the end of it. And so, oh, like, yeah. this guy's been mentioned. Like, who is this guy? Which you know, we all knew as Thanos, but it's like, yeah. it's still the fact of like. He's slowly getting mentioned for, like, this big climatic conclusion. And I'm excited. I'm so glad that, like, Marvel's not, like, they're not going to cut to chase and be like, all right, so why don't we just, uh, instead of wait till 2018, why don't we just push this out into 2016? We'll just have, like, one yeah. giant movie or something. Like, they, they're not taking shortcuts. They're yeah. putting forth everything. So, mm-hmm. Oh, also, Doctor Strange. I'm excited for that one. Uh, oh, really, really quickly. Really I apologize quick. for interrupting. Uh, Martin Freeman, yeah, got cast in uh, Civil War. Ooh, what? As who? I don't, we don't know, but he. But that means that both Sherlock and Watson are in the Marvel universe now. Or Bilbo and Smaug, however you want to lay it out. However you Sherlock want to lay and it Watson. Out. It's an awesome pairing. <laughs> I still haven't watched or, all of it. I don't want to dedicate funny. a whole day to watching all like twenty hours of The Hobbit. So they're two and a half hours each. You do one per day. I've never noticed this. My teeth are like really white right now because of like the contrast from like the red in my face and then like the white in my teeth. It's like take care of my teeth. Anyway, all right. So here it is. The final question for Avengers. As we've already said we have which interchangeable interchangeable. Number one is either Winter Soldier or the first Avengers. And then number two is the second of that choice. Three Guardians of the Gal well, Guardians of the Galaxy will say is a three. I'm sorry, are you saying like in order of our preferences? Yes, like in order them? of preferences. I thought, we, I thought we said Guardians and I thought we did a three way tie for the top one. Okay, well, 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 they're all three like amazing in their own yeah. right. All right, Guardians, Guardians, Winter Soldier, Avengers. Yes. You're right, they're all pretty interesting. Where do you sure. put Avengers two? Right, well, there are, well, there are other options. We Thor's have, are, the, both Thor's are probably a little lower. Correct. Yeah, the America first Iron probably, Man. A little lower. First Iron Man's really good, but you know, eh, I think this is better than that. I agree. Number four. Um, I I don't think it's above those top three though. No, no, no. It's, it's not, not above, above those top three. Top three. No, um, I, I I would definitely put it below Guardians, and I have to watch Winter Soldier again. Winter Soldier. Is Winter still holds up so, yeah, really. like that's really good. Yeah, it's. I would it's, say it's better than Avengers. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I like spy thrillers, so I'm a little bit biased in that sense. But that movie clips along really yeah. well, and then it, when it has that climactic battle where the freaking helicarriers are shooting at each oh, other, yeah. there's something it was kind of magical. So good. Um, so what are other options? We've got the Thor movies. We've got the Iron Man um, movies. You have. Movies. I mean, we technically could put Incredible Hulk out there. Yeah, Incredible Hulk. The second one, not the yeah, first one. Yeah, but that's one. that's pretty low on the list. I, I disagree. I, I thought that was good. 
thought that was a pretty good one. Granted, I, I like Mark I Ruffalo Cap- better. Captain America or the Thor I, movies are better than that. I th- yeah, I think the Thor movies are worse than the Incredible Hulk. The second one was really good. Yeah, I like the second the first one. one. I like the second Thor. I disagree. I think they both were kind of, in my opinion, when I rank Thor, I always put it at the bottom. It's I, I just don't I don't know that character always seems a little one one dimensional. Yeah, never quite develops. He's I am Thor. I am an idiot. <laughs> Another <laughs> that, that that lied. This woman tried to mess with my mind. I don't think a human could stand against her. But I am mighty. I oh yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean like that character like it, when I anytime I actually think about Thor. I'm like, do I really want to watch another Thor movie? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really dig those first two that much. I mean, they're not bad movies, but the grand scheme. I, my wife and I, J- Jess and I, are gonna watch all of the Marvel movies in order coming up because she oh. ha- she hasn't seen all. Not not in one day. Like over the next few months. There were some theaters that were order. actually doing it. It was like a 29 hour marathon, That's starting ridiculous. with Iron Man. And then ending with Avengers Ultron. Two. That's crazy. Wow. That's that, twenty nine was... hours, like twenty hours straight. It wasn't like it was that gonna be like, sucks. okay, day one we're gonna do this, this, and this. It'll start at uh, ten. It'll end at like seven. No, it was straight. That that would be something to watch, and I would like to do that sometime just to see how they hold up, you know? As... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So so day one. Um, on our uh, group excursion, we'll do Marvel movies, 29 hours. Then we do uh, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, another oh, 20, 24 oh, hours. Then we do Star Wars, all six movies. Oh, can we can we just skip the Hobbit and go straight to Lord of the Rings? No, they're good movies. <laughs> they're not good movies. They're not as good as Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, not even close, but they're good I, movies. I will watch the third, the first and the third with you. I will not watch that second Hobbit movie. I, I my that my one girlfriend and I were, were about to do a James Bond marathon as well. And that so, right, we're, like, we're taking our time. Like, I just showed her Dr. No, and, like, that whole... There's literally Damn. one scene where Sean Connery is driving. Ah, Sean Connery, whiskey. Or whatever. Like, whatever he sounds like. I don't know why I said whiskey. I like how your Sean Connery says his name a lot. Yeah. Sean Connery. <laughs> and he goes, and he drives. And, he, and all of a sudden, here's a turn scene. Like, he's turning the wheel. Background's not really moving. But then you see this one yeah. scene of a car turning. And then straightens out. And then... He's going to turn, and it's that same turn scene, but, like, they recycle it. And it's like, yeah. this is just so bad, but it's so good. Like, the tarantula scenes, like, which was clearly, like, green screen. Because, like, any normal <laughs> human being would be like, oh, crap! <laughs> Not just, like, the simple, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a giant tarantula, isn't it? Is that it's not like a it's, gi- it's a pretty decent-sized tarantula. Like, enough to okay. scare the, the crap out of me. Okay. Which isn't really saying much. But, like, so, that would be... Okay, so that's another group excursion. All James Bond movies, all 23 of them. That would be difficult. I don't... Some of those are bad, though, man. Some of those James Bond movies are real awful. I mean, granted, I'm not saying, like, I haven't seen a lot. Like, I... There's very few that I've actually seen. I think, like, some of the Timothy Dalton ones aren't very good. I think he was only in and, one of them, wasn't he? I think he was in, like, three... Uh, I might be wrong on that one. There was well, one I might guy. I think it was George Lazenby. I think you might be thinking of George Lazenby. Who his is awful. It's but 
Anyways, we're going to completely off topic. So yeah, those are those are um, group excursions that we're going to be doing Star- eventually. Star Wars would be good. I would like to just sit down and watch Star Wars as a was whole. Was it my roommate texted oh. like I was I was asleep and he just like randomly texted me cuz he's watching all the first ones, which first off, I got to hear the lovely rage about how Jake Lloyd is just a horrible actor and him and Jar Jar Binks almost completely ruined the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> but it was like Rose Byrne and Joel Egerton were both in it, or in episode two, and it's like, what? How? How are these people in it? Well, you're looking up, Clay, but I know you, you've got something on your mind. I, I was looking at a timeline of the Marvel movies, but as far as uh, young Anakin Skywalker, Jake, what's his face? Jake Lloyd. That one. So much of of young person acting is really dependent on the director, yeah. you know? I, I you, I hated his character. He was so obnoxious. But I can't lay the blame just on him, you know? Because I can blame there was a director telling him how to portray yeah, that it's character. Working! Exactly. It's working! It's well, yeah. working! Well, can we can we at least admit that that pod racing seems really cool? Yes. And how oh, Star yeah, Wars like, Episode One Racer yeah. is pretty cool. My favorite yes, part of the awesome. entire pre, pre-trilogy is uh, Duel of the Fates. That was the most epic fight scene in the history of all Star Wars, in my opinion. That's... Maybe only dwarfed by Luke versus is that... Vader in the third movie. That's Qui Gon and uh, Obi Wan versus Darth Maul. I, that I was gotta... that was awesome, but it was like the worst movie. I hate it. I, I didn't like that. Movie. But that I, fight I scene was know. awesome. I I, I kind of still am impartial to the the fight scene at the end of three, with. Uh, Anakin and Obi Wan, because there's some oh. animosity in that fight. You could feel it. Yeah. Like they yeah. want to kill each other in that scene. You know, mm-hmm. like that's when the series stopped being like kitty and start went completely dark. And it's like we want to kill each other. Yeah. This is a no holds bar. We're gonna slice each other. This is your off. lightsaber. Belong to your father. I watched him slaughter thirty children with it. <laughs> and then I cut him down. Because I had the high ground, and he could not. But, yeah, then they had to root it. Go, it's over, Attic, and I have the high ground. I the high ground. I literally said, what? Well, yeah, I just yeah. picture, like, a smug bear post that just says, I have the high ground. It's, and still, like, I remember seeing that in the theater. I was like, what does that have to do with exactly. anything? The force like, is completely I different. I in the theater. I said, what? Oh, my what? gosh. It doesn't make any sense. I wasn't as loud about it, but I have a feeling like if it was anything like Curtis can attest to this. If it was anything like Silent Hill, like if I was a little bit oh, older, oh. like I would have like screamed in the theater and like started swearing, like if that was happening. That movie was effed up. That movie was awful. First half was good. Let me rephrase that. First half was good. Second half. Yeah, first half was good. abysmal. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Avengers. It's still a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, it what's wrong with so- you? Really, really, yes. It's really still dumb. a really good movie. Here's here's something I would suggest if you're going to see Age of Ultron, okay? And I think this will help you greatly. Um, don't go into it expecting Avengers 1. Exactly, yes. Go into it expecting a good quality movie, but um, kind of expect to turn your brain off in a bit and just enjoy the spectacle, kind of how you would enjoy... Fast and the Furious, or which you know that's probably a bad example, but no, um, that's what you meant. Um, back uh, spectacle movies. Yeah, you know, your spectacle movies. That's a great way to go in and enjoy it. I'm not saying it's you know poorly written or anything along those lines. There's just yeah, some. It's, it's really funny, and there's just some odd sideways moments that kind of take you out of it. But good movie overall. Yeah. All right. 
that will be it for this week's show. Thank you very much for watching, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us via iTunes, Stitcher, Tune, and all those other websites. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash that new show show. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker, and you can also follow the show on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show. Make sure you check out some of our other videos, including Ultra Mega Collaboration 9001. Um, also some of the other videos that I've done. So, other than that, for Curtis Coe, Murph Murphy, and Daniel Clegg, I am Chase Bunker saying have a good rest of your week, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night. Bye-bye. Or bye-bye, I guess. Good night doesn't really work. It works. <laughs>